Well, you're in Psalm 84. Just turn over a couple pages. Let's turn to Psalm 91, if you would. You know, um, sure has been a lot going on. I heard there was some fun stuff happening in Castle Rock this week while I was gone. Um, and, and um, uh, of course, yesterday was the 20th anniversary of, is anniversary the right thing to say? The 20th day, you know, year of, of the day that 9-11 happened. Um, and I, there's, there's lots on the news, of course. There's lots of shows commemorating uh, and, and remembering what happened uh, with 9-11. My husband and I started watching, started watching the one series out there on Netflix. We've watched two so far. Um, it's one of those things where you don't want to watch it, especially if you lived through it. Um, because you remember, yeah. but you all, uh, for me, I need to watch things like that to remember Amen. what happened. And I'm not telling you to watch or not watch. Like I said, we've only watched two parts of that, that series and I don't know what the other ones are. So don't want to recommend something I haven't seen totally, but, um, you remember years ago, years ago, when the movie came out, The Passion of the Christ? Yes. Yes. Same kind of thing. You hated to watch it, yes. but it was good that we watched it, right? To remember and, and to visualize what Jesus suffered for us. Okay. And uh, even, even now, from time to time, every few years or so, I will watch that movie again. Uh, to remind myself what he paid for. That's right. And, and so those things are, are, uh, are good to recall, even though they're hard to watch and hard to, hard to look at. Um, but if we're not careful, those things will disturb our peace. Right. While, while remembering while listening to what people had to endure and what people had to encounter in, in any type of, of situation like that. I don't watch much on TV in the lines of, oh, what are they? I don't even know the names of the shows. Dateline, uh, like CBS, like those news shows where they talk about all the crazy, like, murders and you know I thought it was he was my husband but he was really married to three other people and he oh, killed them all you know all those crazy things I don't I don't see why because I've trained myself to receive mm -hmm. what I hear and see into my spirit amen amen and that means what we're putting in front of us on the TV or a movie screen or any other screen if, if we've trained ourselves right, we're receiving that into our spirit. So we have to be super careful yes. about what's received in. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so 
And so I say all this to say, when we look at things like uh, go over what happened in 9-11, or, or we see something that's disturbing on the news, but there are times where the Spirit of God will instruct me or prompt me, pay attention to the news tonight. Why? Because it's important for us as Christians, especially if we pray, to know what's going on in the world. I mean, I pay attention when a hurricane's about to hit our country. Why? It matters to me that people's lives are saved and not lost. It matters to me that, that people are protected. And uh, because I know the word and because I know the power of our prayer life, um, I take my job with the Lord very seriously. And so there are times he will prompt me to pay attention to those things. But we always must balance what we take in from the media, from our family, from uh, work or wherever we're at. We have to, to almost overbalance that with what? The word. With the word. And so this morning, I said all that to say, I was prompted for us to just look at Psalm 91 and uh, remind ourselves of some things. Now, can we do this in the New Living translation? We're going to read it in the New Living. Sometimes it's just good to read in a different translation to get yourself out of a rut. Because, you know, Psalm 23, almost everybody can quote it in whatever, uh, you know, maybe the King James or whatever you knew when you were a kid growing up because, because it was said so much. And you just, sometimes we just quote things and don't take it in. So when you read something in a different translation, it kind of awakens you sometimes. Not saying that the translation we use normally, the, we here use the ESV. Um, it's not wrong. It's just this will help us to... Uh, see things maybe a little bit differently. Psalm 91, verse 1, it says this. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest. Everybody say rest. rest. In the shadow of the Almighty. Now this goes right along with what Pastor Lekedic, uh ministered to us last week about easy and light, mm -hmm. not being anxious, not being worried but walking in the peace that Jesus provided for us. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. Everybody see that? Ha! Yes, he is my place of safety. Amen. He is my God and I trust Him. For he will rescue you from every trap. Ho, oh, he will rescue us from every trap. And let's not forget what else has been going around in the past couple of years. He will protect you from deadly disease. Amen. Amen. This is the word of God, right? It's a, it's a good part of the word of God right here. Amen. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. What are his faithful promises? It's the word. Mm -hmm. The word. His word is your armor and protection. Do not, verse 5, be afraid 
of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness. Amen. Ah, Amen. don't dread it. Don't That's be right. afraid of it. Don't right. dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Listen, uh, verse 7. Though a thousand fall at your side, Though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Amen. Amen. Yeah, this Amen. is seriously strong stuff. Amen. It will not touch you. Mm -hmm. Though 1,000 fall on this side, 10,000 on the other, it doesn't touch me. It doesn't touch Amen. you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. Amen. For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. That's right. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Amen. You will trample upon, look at that, verse 13. You, 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 Me. you, Me. I will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. Please understand, I'm not telling you to go find snakes and lions. Amen. Please understand that. I don't want to visit you in the hospital. This is saying when things come up, how many understand? Remember when, uh, when Paul was uh, stranded on the island, he went to gather the firewood and what happened? He grabs the firewood and a snake comes out and, and grabs a hold of his hand or his arm. And he, what did he do? He shook that baby off and it didn't bother him. Why? He was doing something that needed to be done to stay warm. And the enemy brought something out. That's what this means, okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. When, when the enemy strikes, we can tread over it. We can shake it off. We can get to the other side of it. These are all references to the enemy, to the enemy's work. Lions, cobras, uh, serpents under our feet. Verse 14, the Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. Amen. Tremendous. I mean, if I just said, that's it, we're done for the day. I mean, this is amazing. Amen. This is amazing. But how many know of Christians that aren't necessarily walking in all of this protection? That's right. I mean, have we ever encountered things in our life uh, 
where we're like, what's the deal? I mean, even that, that verse about not dashing your foot against a stone, you know, <laughs> there's, there's been days, I'm sure you've never had them, there's been days where I've tripped up the stairs, I've tripped down the stairs, I've, you know, I've, I've dropped a dish on my hand, I've, I, you know, I've burned myself pulling something out of the oven, and after three or four occasions of that, I'm like, what's the deal? Wait a minute. The Bible says he's given his angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. That's right. Well, if I could say this without having people go tilt, these things aren't automatic. Amen. You know, we just read, no good thing does he withhold to them that walk uprightly, right? And then Psalm 91, we really get our clue in verse 1 and 2 <laughs> about how this all works for us. So let's go, go back there. Those who what? Live. Live. Yes. Live. Live. What does it mean to live? <laughs> to, to occupy, yes, to dwell in, to abide. Uh, other translations say, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. There is a place we are to dwell. Amen. Where God's protection is perfect. The problem is, most of us don't dwell there 24-7. And you might think, well, you can't be dwelling in God's presence all the time. You have to do some natural things. Then why did God tell us to? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Apparently we can. Yep. So this isn't just, you know, I, I mean, uh, Pastor Michael last Sunday night, he was talking about how we can be in the Spirit and praying in the Spirit. And there's some wonderful truths that he taught us. Mm -hmm. um, taught us about that, but how many understand we're not always praying? <laughs> we're not always reading our Bible. Amen. So what does this mean then to live in the shelter of the Most High? This is a place that God has provided for us. Mm -hmm. And in order to understand it correctly as Christians, we've got to flip over to the New Testament. Amen. The problem is so many of us just take a verse or two out of the Old Testament and never mm, apply it to how we are to use those scriptures in the New Testament. Does that make sense? Yes. The, the people of God, the children of Israel, they were very dependent on the mercy of God. You know, mm -hmm. uh, they just, they needed God to do stuff because God didn't live in them yet. That's right. But God dwells in us mm -hmm. now. Oh, mm -hmm. so wait a minute. God dwells in me? Those who live, he's living in me. This should be easy. <laughs> if he's right here now, ha <laughs> uh, we, we've, got, we've got a good chance of, of being aware of his presence all the time and living in his shelter. Amen. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will rest 
in the shadow of the Almighty. Let me just uh, read that to you in the ESV. Uh, it says, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide. I love that word, abide. Will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Who, he who dwells in the shelter will abide in the shadow. He who dwells in the shelter will abide in the shadow. The shadow is a picture of his protection. Amen. He who dwells, lives in his presence, his shelter. Could we say it this way? He who stays aware yes. of his presence, of him, will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Now turn with me, if you would, John, uh, John 15, verse 7. John 15, verse 7. Wanting to stir us up because uh, just like that, that money was waiting for us in some bank account in New York, we didn't know about it, so we couldn't access it. That's right. And uh, the things that we're not reminding ourselves of, the things that we're not putting in our mouth and being active with, they'll sit unused. Right. And we live in a day where we need God's protection Every day. Mm -hmm. Every day. Mm -hmm. Every day. Amen. So John 15, verse 7. It's a, this is Jesus speaking, of course. He says, he said, if you abide in me, there's our word again, abide. If you abide in me and my what? My words abide in you. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Whoa. Whoa, that's, that's a huge statement. A huge statement, kind of like Psalm 91, right? Yeah. Some big declarations being made. Yes. But what's he saying? If, this, if my word is alive in you, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If it is in you, Glory to God, you can ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Yeah, so um, it's not just glibly quoting. He gives his angels charge over me, keep me in all my ways. It's this idea of a living, continual relationship and awareness Amen. of his word and his presence that helps us Amen. and leads us, leads us, leads us Amen. into our safety every day. Yes. It's his word and his spirit. How do we dwell in him? We know the word and we know his spirit. We have the word on the inside of us. We meditate on that word. We put that word in us. And we listen daily for his guidance and his direction. Where we go, what we do, Amen. what we say. Amen. I've used this illustration before, but uh, when uh, many of you are aware of uh, a man, a gentleman named uh, Keith Moore, mm -hmm. 
he was our, one of our teachers at, at Rama uh, when we went to Bible school. And he said this, uh, they, they, would have, they had prayer lines there at Rama. I'm sure they still do. And he said when he was brand new to the, thing, the things of faith and, and he was just volunteering there at the ministry before he was working there, he was just going to school and he was on one of the, the prayer lines and, and the idea was people call in and ask for a prayer and then they, they would pray with them on the phone. And so he's sitting there and this lady calls up and said, I want to know why I got mugged yesterday. And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, Psalm 91 says that he's given his angels charge over me, that, that no harm will befall me. So why did I get mugged yesterday? And so Brother Keith's like, oh, Lord, I need your help. I don't know what to say about this. I'm just here to pray for you. I, I don't know. And he said, he, he said, well, Psalm 91 does say that. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what to say to this lady. And um, you know, she was mad. She was mad. And he, he, so he starts just kind of poking at the, at, the, at the situation. He said, so, so you quoted Psalm 91? And she said, yes, yes, every day I quote Psalm 91. And uh, he's like, well, that's good. <laughs> he's really not knowing what to say. And, and, and he said, and you're, were you hurt? And she said, no, but they stole my purse. And he, he said just something on the inside, thank God for the Holy Ghost, told him to, you know, just had him start asking some questions. Well, where were you when this happened? And she said, well... It was a really bad part of town. She said, but I quoted Psalm 91. And he said, well, did you have to be there? Well, no, but I quoted Psalm 91. And he said, so why were you there? And she said, well, I wanted to get something from a certain spot. I forget all her whole reason of why she was there. She said, and, and, and Reverend Keith, he said, so you felt like you were supposed to go there then? And she said, well, actually, I did kind of feel like wrong about going. Hmm. She said, but I quoted Psalm 91. And I went anyway. Well, what do we have here? We have an issue, right? Yeah. Yeah. She had the words right. But she wasn't following the leading of the Spirit to her safe place. Mm -hmm. It's not just quoting something. It's being led right? That being said, we need to know what Psalm 91 says. 
Now, I was just telling Ms. Bott to you before the service, uh, I flew out two weeks ago, I flew out to uh, Murrieta to, uh, they had their 30th anniversary of their church and then Pastor Nancy had her 60th birthday. So I flew out for that party. And um, my daughter picked me up at the airport. It was later Sunday morning, I hadn't eaten all day, so I said, take me to a restaurant, I'm hungry. And so she said, I know this cute little place, we're gonna go there. And so she takes me to the nearby village there. We park, we walk to the restaurant, it's hopping, we have to put our name on a list to get in. I was like, oh, this is where people go when they don't go to church. <laughs> it was a Sunday morning. <laughs> I was like, I, I wouldn't know. I'm always at church. And so we're just standing there on the sidewalk. Uh, you know, most people are eating outdoors and stuff like that. And we hear, bam, bam. It sounded like gunshots. And you know, when you hear two, you're thinking, well, maybe it was an engine backfiring or something. So the whole restaurant, I mean, it was loud in there, and the whole restaurant gets dead quiet. And then you hear, bam, 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 bam. I'm like, okay, that's gunshots. And I've never experienced anything like that. The whole restaurant, everybody jumps up and runs. And Anna looks at me, my daughter, she's like, what do we do? I said, I guess we walk away. <laughs> I'm not going to run, but I'm going to walk swiftly away in the other direction. And so we did, and as we're walking away, kind of taking the long way back to get to our car, because we would have had to go through where we heard gunshots to get to our car, all these policemen, vroom, vroom, I mean, that, and it turns out, I mean, my daughter followed it all day on Twitter or whatever it was, and she goes, it was a standoff uh, with this guy, I don't know what the deal was, but anyway, it took hours, it was like eight hours, so no breakfast there. But, but what are saying, and then I said, you know, uh, we couldn't stay where we normally stay at, you know, at our place there in California because there was a wildfire right next to the neighborhood, so they had evacuated the whole neighborhood, so we couldn't, I had to stay in my daughter's apartment. I was like, okay, so we got wildfires over here, and I'm like, no, no evil shall befall my dwelling, so we're using our faith over here, we're walking away because angels have charge over us in all our ways, and then, uh, I forget what the third thing was, there's, oh, and then my daughter had some symptoms, we wound up having to take her to the emergency room, even though I knew she was okay, we had to take her and get her checked out, and I'm like, what, oh, I was less than 48 hours, <laughs> and we had some serious stuff going on, well, we walk in peace, so none of it bothered me, right? But I was reminded that Psalm 91 needs to be active and alive yes. in us. Yes, amen. It needs to be living. I mean, I practice every day uh, endeavor to be led by the Spirit of God, but we also need we need the Word and the Spirit, right? The Word and the leading. The Word and His, His prompting on the inside of us. Why? Because you might show up at a spot where there's an active shooter down the road. Uh, I mean, no one was hurt there. It was a block away, so we weren't in immediate danger. And yet, just people getting up and running away, I mean, the trampling alone uh, 
could be a problem. <laughs> and so we need to know when we're in a situation, wherever we're at, Psalm 91 needs to be yes. in there. Yes. And we need to know that if we're following the leading of the Spirit and we had no check, no reservation about being where we, we are standing, then there's protection for us. That's right. And you can stand there under your breath. Because I was, when my daughter looked at me like, what do we do? I said, let's just walk away. And I'm sitting there going, though a thousand fall at my side, 10,000 by my right hand, it doesn't come near us. He's given his angels charge over us. So, I mean, I'm deploying angels as we're walking. That's right. Amen. You know, because you've got them. They're there for you. That's They're right. there to help and protect you. That no plague comes near your dwelling. What if symptoms come on you? Well, they might try to come, but we need to employ what God has said and tell them they're not allowed to stay. Amen. Amen. His word needs to abide on the inside so that when these things come, and I'm telling you we are in the last days, the end times, things aren't going to get prettier out there. That's right. They're going to get stranger and weirder. <laughs> mm -hmm. And people are going to get squirrelier. That's right. Because the enemy will always work on weak minds. That's right. Amen. But we are to live in peace. We are to live in safety. We have tremendous protection available to us every day every day every day when you're at the hospital you're protected every day Amen. wherever you work you're protected every day but it's up to us as New Testament believers and I said we had to look at this in the New Testament we give the charge that's right. We give the command. We speak the word. Amen. And we are quickly running out of time. So we don't have time to look at a lot of the scriptures where uh, Jesus and others instructed us. But Jesus did. Remember when he sent out the 72? Let's just look at that one scripture, if we could, in Luke Hallelujah. Luke 10. Luke 10, verse 19. Uh, Jesus had commissioned 72 of his disciples to go out, to lay hands on the sick, to, uh, to minister to different ones, and then to come back and report. And they came back and they were like, even the demons listen to us in your name. They were amazed. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said this to him, them in Luke 10, 19. He said, behold, I have given you. Everybody say me. 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 I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. There we go again with the serpents and scorpions and lions and adders and whatever else you want to say from Psalm 91. What is that? Any action of the enemy. 
any action of the enemy. I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all, everybody say all, all, all the power of the enemy. And what? Nothing, Nothing. shall hurt you. Amen. Nothing shall hurt you. So, hey, there you go. So, I mean, here it is in the New Testament. We're going to take the, the, the wonderful promises of Psalm 91 and we're going to fit them into this verse right here saying it's you who has the authority to speak my word. That's right. No evil befalls me. No plague comes near my dwelling. Though a thousand fall at my one side and ten thousand on my right hand, it will not come near me. That's right. Amen. He's given his angels charge over me to keep me in all his ways. Lest I dash my foot against a stone, I don't have to trip. I don't have to bump. I don't have to fall down and scrape my arm, praise the Lord, or leg or anything else. You have, you have angelic protection you have God's help but you have to use your voice that's your authority the God's word coming out of your mouth because you have power you have power you have I have power over all the enemy that's right Woo! Amen. All the enemy. Nothing, nothing, nothing shall hurt you. That's nothing right. shall hurt me. No matter what situation you find yourself in. What if, like that lady, you know you weren't supposed to go to that part of town at that day, part of the day, and somebody mugs you? That's that's dating that testimony, right? Because no one says it anymore. Someone takes your your belongings, you know, steals from you. Well, it was just a purse right? She was alive. She was okay. She That's wasn't right. hurt. God still is merciful to those people who are disobedient to what the Spirit's trying to deal with you. But let's just learn to listen to the Spirit. Be led by His Spirit. And then when you find yourself in a situation where you hear gunshots or, you know, something crazy starts happening, you understand that if you're in the right place at the right time, you have all authority to, to tread over that, to tread over that, to tread over that. That's right. Walk Amen. over it. Praise Amen. the Lord. Oh, golly, golly, golly. There's so much we could say here. And I guess because we're out of time, we're not going to say it today. Okay, but I do have to read you just one phrase. Can I do that? The Weiss translation, the first phrase of this in Luke 10, 19, says, Behold, I have given you authority to advance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have given you authority, Jesus said, to advance. That's right. What is that? To move forward when the enemy says you're going to go back. That's right. To tread over the circumstances that come up that the enemy says you'll never get over. I've given you authority to advance over that mess, yes. to get past what the enemy has put in your way, to get through those, those uh, symptoms that have tried to attack your body. I have given you authority to advance 
through that lack and those problems that are come that keep continually coming up you have authority to advance past it that's right Amen. oh glory Amen. to god hallelujah why don't you stand to your feet this morning Amen. he is so good yes. to us he who yes. dwells in the secret place the most high shall abide under his protection his shadow glory to God we have great great protection in him let's learn to activate it amen with our mouths hallelujah Father, thank you. thank you. Lord. Teach us, show us, help us to be led by your spirit Amen. and to activate your word. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You're Amen. dismissed. <laughs>